Well, you've joined a book club, whether it's the Readwell Book Club or a community book club. The most important point today is to help you get the most out of that experience. I'm going to go over the before, during, and after things you should be aware of as a book club member so that you can get the most out of that experience. Let's get started. Welcome to this week's episode of the Read Well Podcast. My name is Eddie Hood, and I'm your host, where I believe it's more important to read well than to be well-read. So grab your favorite book, open up your notes, and let's get ready to learn something fascinating. Welcome to episode 16 of the Read Well Podcast. I am so honored that you're here, and today we are talking about book clubs. Now, the reason why we're doing that is because I launched a book club on September 12th, 2023. And I would love to invite you to it if it's something that you're interested in. I'll get more into the details of that club later. But whether or not you are in that club, or like I said, a community club, I want you to get the most out of that experience. I've got a lot of show notes today that I'm going to be going through. So even though this is on YouTube, I'm going to be looking at my screen a lot because there is a ton of stuff that I need to go through. I really think this is going to give you some context, though, because if you've never been in a book club or you're uh, with me for your first and now going into your second week, a couple of things to be aware of. A book club is not like any other meeting. It's a place where you come to grow not only mentally and emotionally, but your worldview, the narrative of yourself and your life. And there's just so much. Plus, you get to make new friends and really understand um, the reading community. Now, the reading community is a very specific, very beautiful community. But there's a couple unspoken of sort of rules in the reading community. So a couple uh, that you probably are aware of before we get into the before, during, and after tips of a book club are this. Uh, obviously, no spoilers. We don't like spoilers because we don't want to know what happens in a book. Nobody likes to sit next to that person in a movie and have them tell you what's about to happen. So when you go to your book club, of course, avoid spoilers at all costs. The second thing, of course, is just to be respectful. People are coming to a book club because they want to enjoy the experience of reading. And if they're finding a place where people are arguing and being combative and disrespectful, and they're bringing in things that you shouldn't really be talking about in a workplace. So for example, in a workplace, you, you really shouldn't be bringing up religion, sex, you know, politics, those kinds of things. Leave your personal biases out of a book club. We're coming together as friends to discuss a narrative in a book, not your own personal uh, beliefs or agendas. So that's really important because people need to feel safe and heard. They need to be able to feel like they can share their thoughts and get good responsive feedback from you. So I'm going to give you some tips on how to do that today. Really, really important. Okay, let's jump into the very first section of the book club, which is what happens before the meeting. Now, again, I'm going to be looking at my screen today. You might be hearing a lot of clicking. That's me on my mouse because I'm trying to get my notes in order here. So before the meeting, uh, you know, at work, when you go to your job, have you ever gone to a meeting completely unprepared? This is a common thing. People show up, you know, last minute, they haven't done any work or any thought, and they are in a mad rush. It's a hot mess. We don't want that in the book club for you, right? We want you to come fully prepared. And this means not only have you done your reading, but you've put in some additional work. And so I've got five tips here for you to really get the most out of the before meeting session, okay? So the Readwell Book Club, and again, I'll give you information on how to join here in a bit if you haven't already, uh, but the Readwell Book Club meets once a week online. I'm the host of that event, and these are the five things I would suggest you do each week in order to really get the most out of this meeting. Okay, 
First is to not read at a superficial level. You want to set up an appropriate amount of reading so that you can read deeply. I recently released a video, a YouTube short and a Facebook reel about Socrates and his thoughts and beliefs around reading and writing. You see, he believed that reading and writing would give you an excuse to forget things. This is why Socrates never wrote anything down. In fact, we wouldn't know anything about Socrates if it wasn't for Plato. Plato was one of his students who thought the guy was amazing and wrote everything down. So thank you, Plato, because that is great to have. But Socrates kind of pushed back on reading and writing because he didn't want you to forget things. And it wasn't that he was against it. Please be aware of that. He was not against reading and writing. He was just wary of it because he wanted you to have wisdom in your brain. He wanted you to be a better human being. It wasn't enough for Socrates just to read something and then go, cool, I read it. I'm done with that. Move on to the next thing. He wanted you to be in it, to ingrain it in your system, right? So before you come to book club, it's important that you do more than a superficial level of reading. You need to have your system of reading in place. Now, that sounds heavy and scary. And you're thinking, well, I'm just trying to get into the habit of reading. I don't even have a system. I don't even read enough. That's okay. Right? Your system of reading will come over time and you'll learn it from other book club members who have been reading for a long time. So if you're trying to get back into the habit of this or you need some inspiration, a book club is a great place to get that. But your job, no matter where you're at in the learning curve, is to begin paying attention to your reading system and to start thinking deeply about what you're reading. So don't read it like a magazine. Don't read it like a quick YouTube video where you're, you're glancing at that video while you're doing other things. When it's time to read, it's time to read. So we want you to read deeply. That's the first thing is commit to being a deep reader. Now, the next tip uh, before the meeting begins, while you're doing all of this deep reading, is to really research the context around what you're reading. So, for example, our first book in book club is The Intellectual Life by A.G. Sartelange. I believe that's how you say his last name. Fantastic book, but there is a lot of interesting context around this book. I'm going to challenge you to go and find that. You can do your Google searches. Uh, you can use chat GPT, whatever you want to do to really get the background of this book and understand what's going on here. So that is really helpful when you're reading classical literature, philosophy. You don't need to do that as much if you're reading contemporary uh, fiction or genre. I had a great discussion with one of our Facebook members where he was um, kind of having this, this back and forth with me about what really is classical literature versus contemporary genre. Because I've been asked a few times, why aren't we reading stuff in the book club like Stephen King uh, or something more contemporary? And I pushed back a little bit saying, I love those kinds of novels. Uh, but I'm really trying to build a book club that asks us to expand our worldview a little bit, to have sort of a philosophical debate in place. I want to do more than just talk about the cool thing that a character did or try to figure out who the murderer was. I want to create a space where people can come and feel like they're having a grown-up adult intellectual conversation. And his response was, you know, um, these modern authors, a lot of them really have some of these philosophical elements in uh, their stories that we struggle with on a daily basis, and we could use those books. While I agree, I think there is more meat and there is more to sink our teeth into with books like The Intellectual Life or The Idiot by Dostoevsky. This is another book that we're going to be reading in book club. This is the last one of the year. So I did my very best to pick books that I think will give you more depth, more depth to what you're understanding and reading and give us a really rich conversation. So before the meeting starts, 
deep reading and research the context. The, the next tip here is to consider secondary materials because there are a lot of uh, supplemental things out there that can expand what you're reading. Uh, you can read essays, blog posts, um, journals about the books that you're reading in book club that will really kind of arm you with that additional information. This is kind of what those really excellent students did in high school and college who were the straight A students. They were straight A students because it wasn't enough for them, usually, to just get the grade. They truly went out and found supplemental materials to help them understand what they were learning. And that's what Socrates would want you to do, isn't it? He wouldn't want you to just read the book and be done. He would want you to read it, take notes, go out and find other conversations about it, pull that together, consider it, go for a walk outside like Nietzsche would do and ponder and think, come back, write about it, whatever you can to really ingrain it in your life. So uh, those are the first three ideas here. Now, now the next thing is before you come to book club, this we're still in the before meeting, okay, before the meeting, I want you to write down three questions, three questions about that week's reading. These are things that you want to either understand more of or things that you found fascinating that you want to discuss with the group. Three questions will help you focus your reading throughout the week so that you're not just wandering through the pages. And it gives you something to journal about. That is really important that you're journaling while you're reading because it's the act of writing things down that help you truly cement what you're researching in your brain and in your life. Okay, finally, when you come to specific passages that you're reading, of course, you need a note-taking system to help you make the most of those passages. Uh, it's really hard to keep things in our head, even though that's what Socrates wants us to do. Now, I'm going to make the argument today that you need a note-taking system as well as your reading system. And I teach a note-taking system in my book club using a tool called Highlightish. It doesn't matter. You don't need to use that. You just need to have a way to track what you read and pour over and think about it. So in review, the before the meeting starts kind of stuff, you need to read deeply. You need to go out and grab supplemental information. You also need to be formulating three questions that you're fascinated by. And you need to be taking notes on these things and really making the most of them. All right, let's get into the next section. We're talking about book clubs right now, and uh, we're going to go into the during the meeting section. So while the meeting's happening, what should you be doing as a member of the group to get the most out of the session? And more importantly, to add to the conversation, because we talk a lot about philosophy in the Readwell Book Club because it's fascinating. I love philosophy. But I would argue that these philosophers, whether it was Aristotle or Hume or, or any of these people, did not want you to read their work simply to go, all right, I read it. They would want you to push back, have conversations, ask questions, and so on. And so that's really what we need to be doing during the meeting, but doing it in a, a certain way, a respectful way. And we also need to be aware that book clubs have a limited amount of time, right? They're usually for an hour or two hours or whatever it might be. So we need to keep the conversation moving forward so that everybody in the room can benefit. So let me get down to my notes here about the during the meeting experience. So now I want you to like pretend that you're in your book club and you've got all the people around you if you're in your community book club or if you're online with me every Tuesday night that you are doing the following. So first and foremost is active listening, right? You know the difference between passive and active listening. Passive listening is what you do when you are driving the car, uh, when you are, you know, thinking about last night's football game and whatever, right? You're not really here with me. You are, you're in la-la land, as I would call it. So 
what you're trying to do in your active listening is you're trying to prioritize your understanding over responding. And what that means is that as the conversation is happening, you care more about understanding what's happening than always getting your point in, always being heard. The best readers and the best thinkers think first and then respond. Now, it is critical that you respond. It is critical that you say something in the meeting because if you're only quiet, if you're only there to watch, you're going to get 10% of the value out of book club, right? You are going to get way more out of book club if you can be there and be present and have a voice in the meeting. That's why when I hold my book club each Tuesday, it's a platform where we can be in a virtual room together. It's not a webinar kind of situation. It's a, it's a place to connect and talk and see each other and see friends and all of that stuff, right? So active listening is the first thing you need to be doing in the meeting. The next thing is, again, to participate, but do it respectfully, okay? So as you're having conversations, be aware that there's usually a line of people with their hands raised that want to say something, especially in an online room. It's really hard because we can talk over each other and um, it's hard to sort of moderate that thing. So usually in my book club, I mute everybody because we need to make sure that we can't hear your dog barking in the background, uh, the cars, the traffic, the sirens. That makes it a hard experience for everybody else. But also when it is your turn to speak and you unmute your mic, make sure that there are no weird noises in the background if possible and that you are sharing your thoughts or questions or concerns, respectful of other people. Again, we're trying not to talk about major hot buttons like politics, sex, and religion and those kinds of things, right? People need to feel like they can be heard and not attacked. This is a conversation, not an accusation. Good. I like that. That was, that was pretty, pretty insightful. Conversation, not an accusation. <laughs> All right. The next thing you want to be doing while you're in a book club is really connecting your ideas. So this is my favorite part about book club because I will have read something like The Intellectual Life and I will come away with my notes and my three questions and I will be all excited for book club. And then as we start talking, somebody will share something that I hadn't thought of, a completely different realm of thought or thinking or experience. And it's because they have lived a different life than I have. They are seeing this book through a different lens. And it's that lens that is so beautiful about book club. It allows you to go wow, I, I hadn't thought of that aspect. And it's your responsibility as a book club member to internalize what you just learned and then reshare that so that other people go, wow, okay, I hadn't thought of that. And now you start kind of building on each other and the thoughts and the ideas really start going. If it's just one person in book club talking the whole time and it's more of a presentation, oh my gosh, like put me to sleep. That's a waste of my time, right? We want to be really promoting good conversation. Okay. Finally, when you're in the meeting, the last thing you need to be doing is seeking some kind of clarification because we are talking, especially in the Readwell book club, we're talking about some hard stuff sometimes. We are in, like we are reading, for example, um, yeah, right here. This is one of our books this year, The Denial of Death. This is a hard book. This book is going to rock your world and it's going to make you just like, <laughs> it's really, really good, uh, but it is really hard and dense. And that's why you want to read something like this with a book club so that you can get that insight. But as you're reading, there's going to be stuff you don't understand. You're not going to know everything that's, that's happening in here. And in fact, you kind of read, need to read this book a few times. The more you do, the more the onion layers sort of peel back and it makes sense. So your job as a book club member is to like 
get rid of your ego. You don't need to know everything to be a member of a book club. In fact, it's okay if you know nothing, if you're just coming fresh and you're wanting to learn how to read again and get in the habit. That's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. But your job is to, is to listen to the conversation and like it was in high school math class when the teacher is talking about some weird calculation and you have no idea what's going on. Your job is to raise your hand and say, uh, I am lost. Can somebody please explain this to me? And the, the club will sort of help you and lift you up and support you because the whole point of being in a club is to be, to be able to lift each other up and to help each other be better readers. It is not a place to show off how much you know. It's not a spotlight of like, oh, look at me. It's about helping the community become better readers. My mission in life is to get more books into the hands of people. I want, I want to see more books in the coffee stores, in the airports, uh, just people sitting in the park benches reading books rather than looking at their phones. That is my mission. That's why I'm launching this book club, this podcast, the whole thing. I just I want people to read more. I think it's really, really good for, for you and your mentality. All right. That's during the meeting. Now, I'm going to share one final thought. If you've never been in a book club, it can feel both exhilarating and overwhelming, right? Because of a couple things. So a few sort of logistical strategic tips here. Book clubs come with a schedule, right? You need to keep up with the reading schedule in order to really be in the conversation. Because if you haven't done your reading for the week and then you show up for book club, now you're just there to see your friends, right? And you know, well, I got to do twice the reading next week. And so you start to feel this anxiety building because you haven't done your reading. So first and foremost is to know that that feeling is present. Uh, it's not really going to go away, but it's also something you can reframe because most people look at that and go, ooh, I don't want that in my life. But really, the way to reframe that is to say, you know what, that is my motivator to get me back into the habit of reading. I've got a group of people that I'm holding myself accountable to now, and I really want to read some great books in my life before I die. I want to have these books in my soul, right? I want to have them there for me to sort of retain. So uh, just know that you're going to always feel that level of anxiety a little bit, but it does get easier because once you build up a daily habit, you can really get in the process of uh, working through stuff. Now, I just thought of something I, I hadn't thought of before when I was planning this episode, but I want to share with you really quickly um, my YouTube channel because on there, I have a playlist for you that you can watch if you decide to, if you need help with a daily reading habit. Uh, let, me, let me share my screen. This is the YouTube channel. If you just go to YouTube at The Readwell Podcast, you'll see my goofy looking face right there. But down below, I've got uh, this build a reading habit in 30 days. It's a playlist. Now, the way that this was designed is to give you an, an inspirational message to kind of get you excited about reading for the day. And then I read, I physically read, I turn off my microphone and I put on some music and we read together. You get your book, I've got mine. And for 15 minutes, a timer ticks down and gets you reading. So each day you can start with a, a new video and it will walk you through that. And then we'll read together. And after 30 days, you're going to have this habit that you can rely on that will just be there for you. I hope that helps you sort of not feel as much anxiety in your book club. You know what? While we're sharing my screen, let's go back to sharing my screen really quickly. Now, if you're listening to this on the podcast, uh, thank you for using your imagination. I understand that 
Uh, it's not always easy to listen to a YouTube podcast, but here we are. Right now, we are on highlightish.com. Think of highlighting a book, but add ISH at the end. Now, there's a reason why we're here. This is a tool that I am building to help people make better book notes. And this isn't an ad for that. What it is, is if you click up at the top here, you'll see book club. This is how you join the Readwell Book Club. It's right here. So if you're interested in joining me and the other uh, readers here every Tuesday, go to this page and you will see a video that you can watch. It will walk you through the entire uh, book club experience and what it's going to be like. You can also see the benefits. It's $4.99 a month, but the goal here is to help at least cover the costs of the podcast and the software to run the book club and all of that because it's ridiculously expensive to do so. Uh, you'll also see that it comes with a full membership to Highlightish for making your book notes and writing, which I think is a really great benefit because when you're reading a book, again, you need a way to keep your notes, your thoughts, to annotate things. Highlightish does that for you. You'll put your books in, you'll take your notes, and you're off to the races. All right. And then I'm not going to show you it all because I want you to come to this page. That is a little, little trick, but I've also got season one's reading list here that lists out all of the books that we'll be reading. So if this is something you're interested in, you'll claim your spot and uh, you can join us each week. Now know this, you do not have to join at the beginning of the book club. I think we all feel like, oh, I would have loved to join that book club, but they're six months in and I've missed some stuff and whatever. So if you're watching this in 2025 and we're still doing the book club, join. It's okay. It's a monthly thing where uh, you just pay your less than $5 a month you're in the sessions, you get the book and you just keep going with us. It's really, really nice. All right, let's go to the last section of getting the most out of your book clubs, which is what do you do after the meeting? After the meeting is probably the most, well, I'm gonna say they're all equally important, right? But after the meeting is really critical and it's the most underutilized part of the book club because I think in life, we, at the end of an event, just kind of walk away and go to the next thing, right? We don't give ourselves time to process and to think and to sort of ruminate on what just happened. And this is critical. If you think about anything in life that you want to really ingrain, you need to give time to uh, really incorporating it. So let's get into these tips here. First, I would suggest that after book club, you take 10 minutes. doesn't need to be any longer than that, but take 10 minutes to journal. I don't have my journal next to me, but to journal about what you learned and write down the answers to the three questions you came to the meeting with, right? Let's get those questions answered. Now, it's not likely you're going to get all the questions answered because book clubs can get pretty big. Uh, the Readwell Book Club, as it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, not everybody's going to get their three questions answered, but that's okay. You might not get any of your questions answered, but you'll have learned something new. Write that down in your journal, write out your experiences, write really what impressed you. Uh, when you do that, you'll, you'll definitely retain what, what took place. All right. The last tip here after the meeting is to offer feedback and uh, to consider what happened. So if there's anything the book club organizer can do to make the meeting better in terms of um, the content, in terms of the flow, uh, for people like me who are running it online, if there's anything I can do to make the technology better, the experience better, because it's really hard to know what it's like being you attending the meeting because I'm on the other end presenting, right? So if you can offer feedback of, of the tools, the ideas, the concepts, then we're all going to get better together. It's these ideas that will help you get the most out of your book club experience. Know that there are three parts to any book club, the before, the during, and the after. And it's all of that combined that will make you a great book club member. 
If you found this video helpful, I want to thank you for watching it. Go ahead and give it a thumbs up. That really helps the channel out. And uh, go ahead and subscribe if you're interested in learning more about uh, classical literature and philosophical literature and also topics like this, how to be a better reader, how to get the most out of your note-taking systems as a reader and so on. My name's Eddie Hood. Thanks for watching and I'll see you guys all next week. If you'd like to take your reading to the next level, then head on over to our website at thereadwellpodcast.com. There you can get access to my weekly newsletter as well as up-to-date show information. Also, don't forget that I learned software development on the side just so that I could build a program to help us make better book notes as we read. If you're interested, go to highlightish.com. Think of highlighting a book, but add ish, I-S-H, at the end. Highlightish.com. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you on the next show.